Hello and welcome to Infinite Machine Learning. This is your host Pratik Joshi. This is the part of the show where I'll talk about ideas and concepts in AI. You can use them to build startups, grow your career, or just develop a better understanding of how things work in AI. Today, I'm going to talk about how to get into AI as a software engineer. Many software engineers are transitioning into this field, and frequently I get asked, hey, Pratik, how do you get into this field? I've been writing code for a long time, but I just, I never had the chance to really dabble uh, in AI, and I just want to know. Like, how do you, how do you enter this field? So today we'll talk about how to build up your profile, how to prepare for interviews, how to get work done and what is expected of you as a, as an AI practitioner. So before we start, I want to set the premise of how different terms relate to each other. The AI is the goal. Machine learning is a vehicle to get there, and data is the fuel for that vehicle. Now, this leads to a whole lot of different jobs and roles and responsibilities. So step one is just, you, know, you should talk to as many AI professionals at various companies of all shapes and sizes just to know, you know what is the job? Like, what do these people do on a day-to-day -day basis? And if you don't know anyone, just find people on LinkedIn and ping them. Just tell them that, hey, I'm looking for some guidance. You know, many people are very responsive and are happy to spend 15 minutes with you on the phone just to kind of talk about what this role entails. So that's the starting point. Just gather intel and fill up any gaps in the knowledge. And because we are in such a gold rush, there's always like high demand for AI talent and companies like Google, Netflix, Meta, Amazon, Apple, Nvidia, Microsoft, Snowflake, Databricks, Stripe, OpenAI, many AI companies that are always looking to add to their team just because of the sheer amount of work that needs to get done. So the demand is high. So it's a, it's a wonderful time to actually equip yourself uh, with, with some of these tools and techniques. So, all right. Now that we have the basic premise, um, let's talk about what you kind of what you need to do here to set yourself up for 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 a good track forward. So one, um, I've outlined like eleven steps, eleven areas that you need to cover, and um, it's actually a, it's not like an exhaustive list, but it covers a good amount of what you need, and it will set you up for at least success in all these different areas and it'll at least get you to look and, and fill any gaps in your knowledge. All right, the first one is you should decide what you want to do. And what I mean by that is there's, there are so many different things that can be done here. So, and also depending on what you like, you need to develop skills to slice and dice data you need to decide what type of data interests you. Could be 
could be numbers, images, video, text, sensor data, audio. I mean, it could be anything, but you have to make a decision on what type of data you want to work with and develop expertise in that area. Again, there's always room to learn more, but you got to start somewhere. So AI is becoming ubiquitous. So you need to have a, a point of view on what you want to do. The second one is you should decide the sector that interests you. AI is being used across many sectors, such as fintech, gaming, e-commerce, healthcare, security, physical infrastructure, robotics, manufacturing, media, autonomous cars. There's so many sectors. And you should take a look at all these sectors and, and just make sure that the sector interests you. Because the thing is, if something is interesting, you'll just put in more effort to learn more, just have more context and just know more about the domain. And that in turn leads to you being a better practitioner of, of AI. So um, I think deciding upon a sector as a starting point is a fantastic way to kind of gain an edge. All right. The third one is learn the tools. It's good to know all the theory behind AI, which is fantastic, but you should be familiar with Python and TensorFlow and PyTorch, command line, Jupyter, cloud deployment tools, automation tools. All these are like basic in the sense that if you have to build a, a at least a basic, reasonable, functioning AI system, you should know these tools. And what it does is it kind of gives you an understanding of how to make things work in the real world without really depending on somebody else to implement your ideas. So learn the tools. Number four is learn statistics. You should know terms such as mean, median, mode, Gaussian, standard deviation. These are, again, these are basic things that uh, will really help you understand and dissect a problem. Uh, many roles in AI require you to look at a real-world problem and break it down into uh, various components. There are no certainties in this world, only probabilities. So the sooner you can train yourself to think in terms of probabilities, the better off you'll be. And being well-versed with statistics uh, is a huge advantage because when you look at problems, you can quickly... Uh, develop a, a framework of how do you how do you break it down? How do you understand how to create a structure through which this problem can be addressed? So a really really useful thing to know. The number five is learn how to work with data efficiently. What I mean by that is data will be an integral part of your existence as an AI professional. Uh, so you should make sure that you know how to work with data efficiently, meaning something that's supposed to take like two minutes, if it takes you two hours, it's just you, you won't have any fun. And more than that, you'll you'll just be like, uh, you won't get any credit for doing that work because it's supposed to take two minutes. So you should know how to automate simple tasks. Uh, this includes performing operations on data such as parsing, storing, retrieving, moving it. Just again, just having a grip on how to 
slice and dice data efficiently with the, with, the, with good tools uh, is going to be a, a nice advantage. Number six, learn algorithms and frameworks. Now, you need to know what algorithm will apply to a given scenario, what framework can be used to create a solution, right? Is this a, a classification problem or a regression problem? Do I need to use supervised learning or unsupervised learning? Should I use random forests or hidden Markov models? Right? Be familiar with the landscape and know what's applicable where. Um, again, all of this comes with practice, so it's not going to happen on day one, but just knowing what exists will help you understand what you can use in a given, given situation. Number seven, build applications. All this learning will be pointless if you don't know how to build. So you should know how to make AI work in the real world. You should build useful functional applications and you know, just make sure that you implement projects and get yourself familiar with operationalizing AI. Because at the end of the day, people who can build a functioning system are valued a lot more by the market than people who just can can think in abstract terms. And again, I'm not saying we don't need people who can think in abstract terms, but builders are by far um, generate a, like, like a huge amount of value. And that's what we want. Like we want to be able to create real value in this world. And that means you got to know how to build. So again, just know how to start from scratch and how to build a real application. Number eight, write about it. More than anything, it'll just help you clarify your own understanding of AI concepts. And again, I, I know for many people, writing seems you know, hard or boring or you know, both. Uh, and some, some people just don't want to do it. Uh, what I tell people always is um, you write not because it has to go viral or it's like some publicity. You write because it helps you fill up gaps in your own knowledge. Right? It's actually quite cathartic when you study something, understand it, and then write about it. So in addition to that, it will also help others who are in a similar situation, meaning like today you found yourself, hey, I need to learn about that thing. You you spend maybe a week to learn it and then you write about it. So you help people who are like a week behind or maybe a month behind or a year behind who are who want to know, hey, how did you go from zero to something to understanding this concept or an idea? Right? How do you do it? So Writing about it is just a, a very helpful activity. And more than that, it leads to you developing structured thinking, which is a phenomenal skill to have in any field, any stage of your career. It's just a very useful thing to have. So if you can, just write about it. It doesn't have to be cool and structured and grammatically super accurate. Just start writing, it's going to make a huge difference. Number nine, reach out to companies and recruiters. Now, again, this is only for people who are looking for a job. But if you are, 
you should reach out to people. You should reach out to companies and recruiters and just talk to them. Hey, I'm thinking about this career move. Um, how does it work? Right? What are you looking for? And all again, it usually works much better than like applying online on the website or just waiting for a call back. Right? You need to hustle. Like hustle your way in. And again, hustlers always get more than people who don't. It's just a simple simple edge you can develop. And so, again, if you're a software engineer who wants to get into AI, the best way to actually get better is, you know, get a job and do it, right? Doing and building an actual system uh, is, is, is the best way to actually learn how this works. So, again, reach out to people. Number 10, during the interview, like, what do you, what do you do when you, you know, you talk to people, you developed your skills, you talk to the recruiter, and now you are here. You are, you are at the company, and now you want to know, like, what can I do to stand out? Right? You know, it starts with showing initiative during this, this process. Right? You're getting to know the company. The company is getting to know you. Uh, at the end of the day, companies want people who can build, and uh, it's up to you to prove it to the interviewers that you, know, you are the one, right? Show that you're willing to go the extra mile. And uh, again, companies are moving away from the old puzzle-solving interview sessions with like, you know, people show up and ask you riddles. Uh, this is, again, academic puzzle-solving doesn't tell us anything about the, the, the person's ability to build. So, Companies are moving towards take-home assignments. They're moving towards different approaches. Uh, at the end of the day, you want to find out, hey, is this the right company? And for the company, they want to know if this is the right person. So just be prepared to demonstrate the skill. And, uh, and again, just treat this as a two-way street, meaning the more you act like this is an equal partnership and less of a you begging for a job, the better it is. Because you wanna you wanna you wanna be at a place where you know the company values your skill as much as you value being at the company. So again, show initiative and uh, just prove that you are the builder. All right. Number eleven and the final one is make sure that you have a an insatiable level of curiosity about about the thing you're pursuing, right? And what I mean by that is, are you like passionate enough uh, that you want to find out everything about this specific project or role or company that that you want to pursue, right? And what I mean by that is, here are a few things that you should know, or at least you should you should aspire to know, right? On a day-to-day -day basis, what does the role entail? Who specifically will you be working with? Like, who will you report to? What? Who specifically will you be working with externally if the role entails that? Um, how is the work structured, right? What does success look like for this role? Um, where is the gap in the team right now? How can you fill that gap? What can you do in the first 30, 60, 90 days to make the team's life better. And again, all of this just shows that, are you, just ask yourself, are you 
excited? Are you actively pursuing all these these pieces of information? Because if not, then it's just not the right thing for you. Again, uh, if if the fit is right, as an, as a software engineer, you're getting into AI. There's always a, a very nice strike zone that gets you excited that makes you want to learn everything you can about about that thing and again the goal is to find what that thing is and it only happens after you you talk to people after you find out what the job entails so again you know, if you ask where do we go from here again we have, we just talked about 11 things, uh, 11 areas you can look at. And you, know, you should ask, like, what, what happens here? So if you know how to write production-ready software, uh, you already have a leg up on a large number of people. Because most people only know theory. They, they know how concepts work, but they don't necessarily know how to build stuff. So if you know that you already have a leg up, you just need to pick an area and specialize in it, right? And and again, in this world, um, you need to at least be a, a master at something. You need to know a little bit about a whole bunch of things, but you gotta have like a like a strike zone that you own, uh, and that kind of that helps you stand out. Uh, many people just want to do everything, and they're the ones who end up doing nothing in the end. Not because they're bad or uh, not because they don't have good intentions. It's just that uh, the world values people who can do more in in a given field. And um, it's just that's how it, it works. So again, the goal here is to develop focus and discipline uh, so that you kind of, you own a specific uh strike zone within within your field of interest and then you go after it right this is what it's gonna enable you to to win so i hope that was um you know that was that was useful again a lot of people reach out to me uh trying to kind of figure out how to get into ai ai is fantastic but again you gotta know you gotta develop your unique point of view you gotta develop an edge because guess what? Everyone's rushing into it. And the only way to stand out is to show that you're special, right? And these are some of the ways you can prove that you're special and the, uh, that they should see it. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you soon with another amazing episode.